Hello everyone, welcome to the Breakcast, the official podcast of the Break.com, but most importantly, we are here for, I guess what we would say is the season finale of the Way Too Early Oscar Predictions podcast. Uh, my name is Bill Bodkin, I'm the editor-in-chief of the site, and we are joined by the Oscar mavens of the site. Uh, first, we're going to introduce someone new to the podcast, Tom Moore, who is a staff writer who won our Oscar pool uh, it was a three-way tie, and he won because he correctly picked Parasite to win Best Picture. Say hello, Tom. Hello. What a glorious time it is. It definitely is. <laughs> and we uh, we're also have on the podcast, the, he is celebrating being on his own health insurance and celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> He's slightly hungover, but I'm soon to join him. His name is Matt Taylor. Happy birthday, Matt. Thank you. Hi, everybody. And, of course, our illustrious film editor, Marissa Carpico, Marissa, the show is yours, and I'm glad you did not die in traffic taking your bike home in New York City. Yeah, I, it, I actually had to take a moped, and it really maxes out at 30 miles per hour, and let me tell you, I was testing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the real the real risk to my, my health was actually the Iowa caucus this week, which also had an update today that I had to find out about uh, minutes before it happened. God, God. Um, uh, may all the spirits bless you. Oh, my God. Uh, let's talk about things that don't trigger me. Um, this year's Oscars, which really <laughs> is surprising, considering every indication up to this point, has, it, ha, it has been a trigger for me. Yeah. Um, I think we're all sort of high off the win of Parasite. Uh, Tom, why don't you talk about it first, since you are the one who picked it correctly it, uh, to win the whole thing, realistically. I mean, I wouldn't be here without it. So I, <laughs> no one could be higher than me right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, Bon Juno is definitely. I probably, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be drunk in a couple hours, I'm sure. He's um, he's drunk now. Oh, yeah. he well because he thought he was done after he he won for writing. He was like, I'm I'm good. I'm just gonna sit back and watch everyone else get up there. He, I'm sure when he got up for best picture, he was just like, he was like, oh god. It was like uh, Billy Irish at the Grammys being like, please don't be me. Please don't be me. <laughs> But what what a what a lovely win! Just it's so it's so Absolutely. nice. <laughs> I am so mad that I changed. I had Parasite down, and right before the show, I'm like, eh, it's probably 1917. They're gonna go boring, and uh, I am kicking myself for doing that. I was feeling that way too before it, but then I was just like, I gotta stick to it. I gotta believe. Yeah, you know, I feel like the last couple of, I mean, not last year's trauma notwithstanding, Oof. sticking with your your gut really really has served us pretty well in this last couple of years you know it's like it's i feel almost as high as i did after the moonlight thing honestly um uh matt how about you the the, the yeah, birthday boy the birthday boy oh my god it's um <laughs> it's so nice just this this win makes me feel so happy in a way the oscars have not done in a very long time because like i always joke that the oscars are like my the closest I can get to, like, a sports high, basically, because I just don't understand sports. <laughs> but, like, this really proves that metaphor for me of just, like, you know, starting with the Cannes Film Festival, Parasite won the um, the Palme d'Or there, and um, it just seemed like this little movie that had this big energy around it. And then watching it become, like, a first, like, a, a critical darling at every other film festival, then a box office hit, um, despite all, like, against all odds, just, like, like achieving each milestone it just felt like could this be like the runaway success story of 
the Oscar season and then having it actually pull through and do so well and give like incredible speeches with each win and feel and making it feel so genuine. It's just it's one of the most exciting things that happened on the Oscar stage in my entire time watching it, basically. And I, I, I love that. I don't know the next time we'll get a win that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it really feels like, you know, it's been said a couple times during the ceremony um, that it feels like, th- you know, th- this is the moment that the Oscars goes international, really, in a big way. And I, I think that's so exciting. I'm sure there are people... <laughs> most of the Oscar voters, realistically, <laughs> were like, you know, 60 and, and won 45 years ago, um, who are probably horrified by that. But I don't know. I thought it was such a thrill to, like, watch all of this, um, uh, watch the Oscars sort of leave its ho- Hollywood origins, basically. I mean, the whole thing was really about, initially, about the studios, um, well, A, killing killing the uh the unions that were starting up for the craftsmen and, mm-hmm. and realistically mm-hmm. just like congratulating each other. And it's, I'm surprised they all managed to not do that again, realistically. So I, w- I was, um, I-, I was kind of yeah, stunned because I was listening to the director podcast. And like you said, with Sam Mendes winning the DGA, I was just like, I was like, I was like, Oh, he's got this in the bag. And then all of a sudden when he won, when Bong Joon-ho won, I was like, I'm like, I was texting with our old film letter, Dan Cohen. I'm like, dude, I think Parasite's going to win. And he's like, no. He's like, I'd be crazy. And I'm just like, the fact he upset someone who won the DGA award, who everyone thought was a lock to win. I mean, like, that was the momentum. I I mean, did you guys have a feeling, like, that it was going to happen at some point? Like, you're like, oh, maybe before that? Because I thought when they won screenplay, I was like, man, this has a shot, really, to, to get it. <laughs> I was actually getting nervous um, in the lead up because when it lost film editing to yeah. Ford v yeah. Ferrari, I was kind of like, I don't know, I think it's chances. And then when it won director, I was like, oh, the split that we were all predicting is going to be the opposite way. And it's going to be 1917 wins best picture, Bong Joon-ho wins best director. So like, mm-hmm. it genuinely was like a surprise for me when it won because I really thought 1917 was going to take it home. I felt like 1917 yeah. lost a lot of st- – like around the Golden Globes and the early award season was like red mm-hmm. hot. And then I feel like over the last week or so, like the Parasite conversation just took over. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. As soon as that – they the it won the SAGs, it was like, oh, shit. I mean, Parasite is, is probably – the front runner because that's the largest voting body um, that intersects with mm-hmm. the the Oscars and then you know it's it, it pushed the odds into possibility I mean before that I really hoped it was possible but I didn't think it was possible at all <laughs> but the SAG win it's like oh shit and I mean 1917 was released um, Matt and I talked about this on the on the individual pods like was released in the perfect time and the truncated Oscar season gave it time to really live with that buzz for a little bit. But, I mean, I think even though the if, – if you had done it a week earlier, maybe 1917 would have won, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think he and I have raised enough, like, quibbles with that film that I think clearly the Academy must have felt the same way mm-hmm. at some point. That they didn't give it more than, like, you know, three, I think. they It got – um, cinematography. Uh, what else? Editing. One sound of editing? the sa- one of the one sounds. Of the, yeah, sound editing. Yes. Yeah, sound and mixing. Then visual sorry. effects. Visual yeah, effects. Yeah, sound mixing yes. and visual effects, which are all like technicals, but like mm. 
not big technicals. Those often go for things that don't win a bunch of the, the top line awards, and, and it <laughs> certainly didn't. Um, That's so, so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you even get to see Parasite, Bill? No. It's like I literally was going to try and rent <laughs> it last night, but my my young my daughter, my youngest one, I have, I have one kid, uh, like she would just would not go to sleep last night, and I was just like, by the time she did, I'm like, I can't, it's like, Eleven forty-five. I can't. I can't yeah. get this. Like, I can't get into this a heavy movie like this now. But now I'm just like I'm like dying to see this. Like, I need yeah. this. In, I've needed this in my life for a few weeks. But like, it has to happen now. You would have been jacked for the next couple hours if you'd watched it. So it's a good. It's a good call. Oh, yeah. I mean, it can't be worse than when I did Get Out and Dunkirk back to back in one night. I was just like, oh, I could sleep for hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But what um, a great double feature, damn! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I think Parasite winning Best Picture is the biggest surprise of the night or, or sort of like, you know, most unexpected thing. But what I were was other also, things I that was, we were... No, before, go ahead. What did you say? Like, Jane Fonda had me worried there for a second because she had this huge dramatic pause. And I'm like, I all of a sudden I was like, oh, God, we're not going to get a Faye Dunaway, Warren Beatty moment here, are we? Like, what is going on? Why I, I is she holding? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, what's she going to say? How dare you both? Jane Fonda lives for drama. She is Hollywood royalty. She was never. She does. She does. But I was like, her. But I was her, the minute she walked out in her Suspiria dress, I was like, <laughs> this, this is a night. Like, this is a great night right here. Oh man! Like, take me a break from getting arrested in DC to go do this. Like. Respect, nothing but respect for Jane Fonda. Oh, man. <laughs> she rips off her face and she's Dakota Johnson the whole time. Oh, oh please, please. <laughs> Honestly, oh, that'd be wonderful. Um, wow. Uh, but yeah, what are the other big surprises of the night? Um, I honestly was very uh, like happy when um, Neighbors Window won because I kind of didn't think it would win, even though it is obviously Matt and my favorite. I... Um, told my whole family like um because i was watching it with them we were having birthday cake and everything <laughs> and um i was just like when neighbors window one i was like oh my god you all have to watch that short film eventually like it made me cry so much <laughs> like that i had to pause it and then later on my sister just randomly came up to me because she didn't she like left she does not care about the oscars whatsoever and the minute she finished her cake she was out and then she came to me and she's just like i watched neighbor's window and it was so good and i cried so much so you know the spread the word people neighbor's window it's on youtube it's a must watch <laughs> only like 15 minutes i think it's a it's great yeah thanks for our buddies at shorts.tv for hooking us up with that yeah Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah just so i could be destroyed unawares in my own apartment um <laughs> tom how about you what is your big surprises of the night um i think now, this year I was a little, like, I didn't watch any of the documentary features this year. I think I was a little surprised that Honeyland didn't come, or came away with nothing. Just because, I think when you look at um, a movie that's nominated twice like it was, like, in documentary and in um, foreign, or international film. Uh, get rid of that title. Um, foreign film, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just, uh, it's always a surprise when you see stuff like that. I, I was picking it just because i was like it's gotta get something if it's nominated twice but maybe that's just my lack of knowledge of the documentaries from this year okay i remember american factory had a big um presence when it first came out well when, but, Ob when the obamas produce something man it's gonna have a big presence nice. yeah. <laughs> i wish they produced a better film oh yeah <laughs> we gotta we gotta be honest on that one <laughs> like, yeah. that's the only reason i picked it i'm like obama produced it. I'm like boom wins yeah it's got the name recognition i was hoping 
like Tom said, that because it clearly is so well-liked amongst the Academy that it would have a chance, but oh well. Um, but it's insane because it's the second, like, least interesting film in that. Well, it's hard to say. It's a tie for last for me. Um, <laughs> uh, Bill, how about any any surprises to you? I mean, you didn't get to see any of these movies. <laughs> I, didn't see, I, didn't see, I didn't see shit. Um, that's what happens when you just see animated movies. I mean, I guess... Um, I guess I was a little surprised, I guess, and this is kind of when I knew, like, kind of was why I was like, maybe Parasite could win because Ford versus Ferrari took three technical awards and 1917 didn't. I, I originally was thinking, I'm like, oh, well, 1917 is going to do the Mad Max thing where it's going to run up all the technical awards, then win Best Picture. Um, so I was surprised when Ford versus Ferrari took as much as it did. Um, so that, I know it's, and, and a lot of people talked about how well done it was, but I'm like, you know how they like, I, I'm always like, the Academy likes just to pile on to certain, um, certain films that are going to win. So I figured that was going to be 1917's take. And I'm also surprised for, as you know, it broke the record for most, uh, you know, nominees, nominations, but Joker only walking away with two. I was like, surprised, but I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the joke was on Warner Brothers the whole time. Woo! God damn it. <laughs> and by the way, I haven't seen Joker and literally like I have no Don't. no motivation to see it. <laughs> Go to Hot Topic, just spend some time in there, you'll get the gist. It's fine. <laughs> I was there tw- I, I I went to Hot Topic 20 years ago. I'm good. <laughs> I know what to expect. And you got it. <laughs> Um, My wife God. had a great comment when they were show- she hasn't seen Joker either, and they have the scene where he's doing his famous kicks on the stairwell in the Bronx, and they're playing Gary Glitter. She's like, "Oh, Gary Glitter, that's a really terrible choice." And I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> she's like, "She's like, yeah. she's like another reason I ain't watching that shit." And I'm like, "Good." He's a real t- me too nightmare that Gary Glitter. Yikes. We should transition from that. Um, how about, <laughs> speaking of disappointing things, maybe, I guess, um, biggest upset of the night, or the thing that you hated, basically. Uh, Bill, do you have anything? Um, fucking <laughs> As a non-watcher of the film. Fuck it. I mean, I could say of the shows, of the show itself, like Eminem showing up for some goddamn reason. Like, my wife and I was watching, so we're, weird. we're like, I'm like, they're, they're, we're really spending a lot of time on Eminem. Like, we're really holding on him. And she looks at me, she's like, yeah. why are they doing this? I'm like, they cannot No, have after they out. showed, like, three scenes of Eminem, I was like, is this happening? Yeah, Am I, I, I in a different universe? I'm like, <laughs> I remember being in college and laying out the review of that in 2002 or three when that came out. And I'm like, why in God's name is weirdly now black-haired Eminem who is so out of shape because he was gassed gasping for breath by the time he finished a song he has per- performed for nearly 20 years why was he there and why was it so long what the it fuck? was so strange and for my succession hive out there it is just like when Kendall rapped at Logan's party You'll, you, you're oh. all laughing at that oh. and, by um, the way yeah, <laughs> I know I, I got that joke dude I got it Listen, listen, everyone should be. Li- well, it's not my fault you don't watch Succession, everybody. It's what I get HBO Max, it'll be on my list. <laughs> but um, no, it was it was funny because they were doing that montage of like famous songs in movies or whatever, which was weird and not necessary. And then when they started playing clips from Eight Mile, I was like, "This isn't the song from Eight Mile. Why are they doing this?" And then all of a sudden, when he came out, I was like, 
what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, it was such a such a weird idea, and it's but, not even like that movie celebrating a notable milestone. Like, it's like Gal seventeen Gadot years old. It. She was into it, <laughs> and so was um <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran. And I was like, yeah. all right, like Kelly Marie Tran said more while mouthing along to "Lose Yourself" than she did in the entirety of Rise of Skywalker. So oh, it's like, <laughs> oh, her interesting but, quest love was more screen time than she had, man, for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, and she was um, openly horny for Keanu Reeves, which I respect. Like, it was <laughs> truly great. But... Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's not like Diane was more, <laughs> more, a little more reserved during all that. Um, I no. literally watched that movie two minutes, like, two minutes before the ceremony started. I was watching it. was on some channel. Because it's always on TV. As you should. As you should. It's oh. a masterpiece. Oh, sure. It's great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than talk about, like, disappointment yet, let's, let's just talk about highlights of the actual show. Um yeah, that 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 whole thing was weird, but like, I don't know. I I didn't mind a lot of the. Um, I don't mind that it's turning into like Oscars plus the VMAs, honestly. Sure. Um, yeah. But like the VMAs from like fifteen years ago. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think big moments for me. I liked all of the. Uh, it, the show kept felt, felt like it kept moving in a great mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of like comedy pairs getting thrown out there mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. to have a little fun. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Cynthia Erivo killed that performance. Oh, like, oh yeah, like I don't, I, it's 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 it doesn't make any sense to me that she didn't win that award. Even though you know, I get I get why, but it's silly if you're just looking at the. And now she's going to play Aretha Franklin. Um, well, yeah, so, I don't so know. is Jennifer Hudson next year in a film I, called what's... Respect. I don't know how it's allowed. Yeah, that's very <laughs> weird. I, um, she could be a double Emmy nominee next when year. We were talking about her original song. Um, when Elton John won, he was like, we never got nominated for an award like this before. And he has an Oscar. So I have no idea what he was talking about I, when I, yeah, he I guess said that in his speech. Bernie Taupin, I guess, together? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Because he mentioned that, I think, at the Golden Globes, too, that they had never been nominated together. It's a reach, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever, Elton John. It's like, whatever. Um, I was saying to Matt during the ceremony that he and I, t- like, sort of shat on it in, in the episode. Um, but I was very concerned about Chrissy Metz getting up on that stage and singing that mediocre song. And I was like, okay, you know what? She sounds better on yeah. in live yeah, she than she did on the recording. I was like, I, I'm almost convinced that this is a real song. Almost. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to ever listen to it again. Nope. But you know what? Yeah. It's, I'm happy for her. Yeah. She had her moment. Um, Tom, favorite parts of the show? Um... I actually, uh, honestly, I actually just liked how, um, it's like what you said about the, they kept the show moving. I like how they presented stuff this year, like the score, how they did the different scores and they glanced over the, like they showed each thing through the score sheet, even just the way they did the best pictures at the end. It's better than them just coming out and being like, here's what this movie's about. And then just like, it like breaks the momentum of the show. I thought they did a good job just building momentum this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It just felt like a really well-run show. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it's a long... It was a long show, but it's always that bad. It didn't and, feel and, that But long at least though. it wasn't, like, taxing. No. Yeah, it's no. Been... no, yeah, when it ended, it was only 11.40. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, I did. I genuinely thought it was <laughs> an hour later. Or an hour, an hour earlier. But, um... 
I will just say though, with montages, I do not support not having act individual acting clips during the acting awards. I doing a montage of all five performances makes no sense to me, and I got I was very upset when I tell them to do it for best supporting actress um, or best supporting actor. I am a total nerd, and I never admitted this on a podcast or to anybody, but Shocking. I always write um, like a prediction of what clips they're going to show for each of the nominated performances. Uh, God bless you so much. Like, when, they, when they were doing a montage, I angrily, like, Command A, erased it all, and was, like, so, so, so deeply upset. <laughs> Your birthday was sort of ruined for that moment. You're just dragging the file to the trash can. <laughs> it made me so upset. It, was, it genuinely made me so upset. So you like, know what? Here's all the work I, I did. Never do that again. Never do that again. Wow. We are absolutely putting that as a like feature of the pod from now on. Like, what's the Oscar clip? That I cannot oh, believe like... you have been holding this back. I feel betrayed. Uh, we have to... Oh, my God. Season three. We have to, like, we had to keep people coming back for more each season. <laughs> That's true. Oh. <laughs> New features. <laughs> that is... Incredible. I I would like a copy of that document, uh, but it's gone now, I suppose, so. <laughs> you yeah, deleted it now. <laughs> you emptied the trash. You emptied the recycle bin right afterwards. He's like, Here, where's oh my, my God. Um, uh, oh, I think there's an obvious one that you were pro- you and I are probably um, trying to block out of our memory, Matt. Um, it's uh, Greta Not Waiting uh, Adapted Screenplay. Oh, for that, was, yeah. such shit. that was deeply upsetting, and um, it kind of sucks that Little Women's only Oscar is for costume design, but, you know, at least yeah. it is an Oscar winner, so I, I, I can rest happy with that, and would I have loved for Greta Gerwig, my lord and savior, to win an Oscar on my birthday? Yes, but it's okay. Like, she'll win an Oscar eventually, and we'll all be happy about it. Yeah. I mean, it does sort of tie into what we were, you and I were sort of texting each other uh, separately during throughout the show, of this sort of, like, there's all this the program itself has so much like they're pressing on this diversity issue of like there's they started with Janelle Monet, which was awesome. They have yeah, which was a phenomenal performance. My my God. And then that Could thing she... she was wearing afterwards, holy shit. Oh my um, God. Even She's... though it's funny that that whole performance of hers was like the costumes on stage were all for movies not nominated, which is an indication of like except for Joker. What movies have entered the public consciousness and which ones haven't. But <laughs> yeah, and what, she had that and what not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had the Joker's dancing in the background, and I'm like, I was like slightly creeped out by this. I'm like, man, this is <laughs> that was fine. I feel like the weird one was the um, the Us. 1917 soldiers. I was like, that's yeah. is that is that yeah. appropriate? I don't think so. That the whole those are dead. Um, or, or what about the people from us in the background when they're in their maroon jumpsuits? I'm like, oh shit. And because they just kind of came in and they were yeah. just in the background, I'm like, wow, that's really fitting and really fitting. It's a up. lot. <laughs> it, it was a lot. But it's some of this speaks to like what something that felt a little queasy to me throughout is the sort of like they're calling out all this diversity stuff and and like trying to fill the show with more people than just like. Hollywood royalty, which I appreciate, but it does feel like on some level this like empty gesture uh, mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. you know, we can say like women are powerful or whatever, but like we wouldn't even acknowledge one in adapted screenplay, even though she deeply deserved it. So and like, yeah, it's wonderful that Taika wins as a, this representative of an international um Film going audience and filmmaking, uh, you know, app- like mm-hmm. group of people. Sure. And you know, he is 
he's Maori or whatever. So it's like there's so much to be excited about in that, but it's for a film that's not good, <laughs> and especially compared to uh, Little Women, is just so frustrating. And like you know, it's I love to see Brie Larson and Sigourney Weaver and, and Gal Gadot st- on a stage together, but like. Mm-hmm. To what end? What is it doing? What like we're gonna let a woman for the first time conduct the 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 Oscar symphony or whatever you want to call it? Um, and yet it's just for one one fucking category. Like it's just like the bre- the breadcrumbs of it were really frustrating in in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, just like why? Okay, if every every actor is saying this that comes up, like yeah. then why hasn't it happened? Like it's like come yeah. on it's like you're the you're a huge body in the voting academy just if you think so just say it and it should be done right like that's as mm-hmm. a layperson you know you would you know as I'm an audience member watching this I'm like you guys have the power you can make this happen but yet like you guys have said on all the mm-hmm. podcasts it's just they want chalk they want establishment you know what I mean and, yeah and I'm yeah. not stunned that JoJo Rabbit won because it's like I feel like people no. said like okay well that's like an anti hate thing you know okay yeah that's got a good message vote for that you know mm-hmm. like that's what that seemed like more than like i know like my wife even saw the little women trailer and she she's a huge fan of the both of the, the previous two films and she's like wow they really wrote uh florence Pugh's part like wow they wrote that so differently i have to see that i'm like that's exactly why she should have won <laughs> like yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, take something right. that is like truly well known mm-hmm. um in a way that, like, all this other stuff is, who who's heard of any of it? I mean, except for the Joker. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. But really, I mean, the, the original text there is Taxi Driver um, mm, and yeah. King of mm-hmm. Comedy. So right. let's get real. Um, but, like, to really take something that we have seen dozens of times, truly, and mm-hmm. revitalize it and re-contextualize it in a whole new way, it's like... That's exactly what an adapted screenplay should be doing. Mm-hmm. What do you, what else what mm-hmm. can what else can the woman do? Well, I mean, it's funny the those I hate those anonymous Oscar voter articles. Like I rarely ever read them. Oh, yeah. But cuz they yeah, just sure. trigger so many things that make me angry, but I read the one that went viral this week about um the producer, I believe, who didn't understand Little Women and couldn't follow it like because of the alternating timelines and then like during the best actress montage when they were showing a bunch of clips they really like used the one clip of joe yelling at pr- the professor character um about how like yeah. critics don't mean anything mm-hmm. but like that scene means something totally different in the context of the movie that's not like right. necessarily supposed to be a scene of her like telling off the patriarchy it's supposed to show like her uncomfortableness with her writing at the time and ha- like that scene only makes sense is, is more satisfying with her full arc where she eventually comes into her own as a writer and stops trying to be somebody else. So for them to use that as the focal point just really hammers home the point that they did not get that movie. And we need a slightly more fresh women centric us um, voting party in order for a movie like little woman to really resonate because I just don't think they understood it to a, to the degree that you need to, which is insane because it's not a difficult movie to grasp. But right. if you're watching things with a certain mindset, it's going to go over your head. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good point. And, and yeah, I was, I remember like watching that. I was like, why, why the hell would they choose this clip of all the clips in the world? Yeah. <laughs> they really like the idea of telling off critics. That's why. I guess yeah. So, I mean, how dare they? I support so much bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sing. We had to listen to Eminem rap. Like it's like, yeah. put up with what so much here. 
<laughs> I mean, I like the song. We all know it, but what what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, good lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there any other big points we have to talk about? Any speeches we loved or didn't didn't love? Speech speeches in general? Anyone? I will say I loved whenever they cut to Martin Scorsese in the crowd, like truly a king of reactions, both positive and negative. And yep. I love how he, he didn't win anything this year. The I don't think the Irishman didn't get any awards. And um, it was the only one I like, think that was shut out. Yeah, but he was a real just like he was a winner in my mind for just like best reactions, and I love that. Like I, I couldn't handle how cute Marty was when Bong was talking directly to him. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> he was Bong was like like. My God, like, have him on the podcast. Like, I love that guy. Like, <laughs> he's like, the he was saying, like, all these things. I'm like, this is the nicest dude ever. Like, wow, yeah. this is great. Like, I love him. I want him to win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was perfect. Like, he was my favorite speeches of the night. I think Olivia Coleman might have been my favorite um, presenter. Um, <laughs> the whole thing with her husband, I just, I was, like, in tears, man. That was, that was perfect. Olivia <laughs> Coleman doesn't know how to not steal a show, frankly. Uh, I saw it in Hot Tom, Fuzz, all those favorite... years ago. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Tom, who was your favorite uh, speech of the night? Um, I don't know if I really had a, like, a favorite speech, per se. Presenter-wise, like, I really loved uh, My Rudolph and uh, Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. The whole like uh, singing thing they did for the second award was great. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. That, I... that had that fabulous cut to Billie Eilish looking frankly disgusted in the audience <laughs> oh yeah it's like she's like um, who are these people <laughs> i think she was reacting to being up on the screen because they had apparently they had two screens on the side of the in 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 the theater so like when you would do that like she probably saw herself in the middle of watching that being like no why um so the, but also like kind of furthering that narrative that like she doesn't know who older artists are just to, just to make people laugh. 13 years old, basically. She, she just was born yesterday. She um, said on the red carpet that her favorite movie growing up was The Babadook, which came out like <laughs> like three years ago, I think, and I nearly threw yeah. up. But That is an <laughs> absolute attack on America, and I will not stand for it. Um, <laughs> the fact um, you almost threw up her, is Her reaction perfect. and... Um, Adina Menzel's like complete confusion during the Eminem stuff oh, made it all fucking worth it. I was oh like, God. these, this is this is what I want from the Oscars is two women in like really expensive outfits looking at someone they do not know who should not be there and trying to contextualize it live on television. It's oh. wonderful. Uh, they had they, they cut obsessed. to Scorsese too, and he was just like, the fuck. Is he was this? asleep. Yeah, <laughs> he was passed out. He was he was like, oh good, I can take a nap now. Yeah. Oh, God. God. Adina Menzel must have just been so disgusted that like she sh- like shared a stage basically with Eminem. Like it's not yeah. it's not worthy of her. It's but like I, I feel so bad for her. But it's fine. It's not the worst thing that ever happened to her at the Oscars, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> Adina Menzel is like just the Oscars are just hell for her, truly. <laughs> she never knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> Not at all, but you know what? Terrible. I love it. She had a great yeah. year. Good for good for her. A great year for Adina Menzel. Yeah, absolutely. The, one of the the low key MVP of Uncut Gems. Yes, exactly. Hell yeah. Um. All right. I think we should probably start wrapping up. It's late. You yeah. know, I've got more elections to deal with that need to ruin my life. Oh, um, I've been there, man. I know your pain. 
Oh, you have not been there. I promise you. Um, <laughs> it all starts again tomorrow, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, Tuesday. Um, oh, that's it. Any, any last thoughts? Um, Tom, do you want to gloat a little bit or just talk about <laughs> thoughts on the Oscars? This is probably the best I've ever done, honestly. And it's crazy to think that. Especially because like, this year has been such a... I feel like 2019 was a really great year for movies. It was so many, there were so many like um, just original films out there and really just unique um, stories being told. Uh, if I really had to recommend anything at this point, I would definitely say uh, I was bummed that I don't think Marriage Story came away with anything. Um, Laura Dern. Just Laura Dern. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. Uh, well, I wish Adam Driver honestly got them too. He was so and ScarJo too. She that movie is just so great. And if there's any movie I could recommend, it is absolutely that one. All right, um, Bill, um, would you like to recommend any of the cartoons you watched? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Missing Link. Go watch that. It's so great. It, like the anime. That was my pick. The animation's beautiful. Um, it's a really cute story, and it's it's just it, and it's pretty clever. So I highly recommend that. But I have to say, this show. I had zero expectations going in. I thought it was just going to be very blah. And I had a t- I had a, such a good time watching this show. It was like one of the more fun Oscars I've watched in a long time. Yeah, I actually fully agree with that. It was definitely Same. a really fun Same. Oscar. Um, Matt? Yeah, um, I'm going to, of course, recommend, if you haven't seen Parasite yet, seek it out. Especially if it's playing in a theater near you. I'm going to try to see it in theaters again this yes. week for my fourth time, I think. Nice. And th- But also, I really want to recommend that people who like Parasite seek out Bong Joon-ho's other movies because he had an entire career in Korea before the uh, before the Academy noticed him that is worthy of seeking out. Especially Memories of Murder, which Neon is distributing um, a remastered version of this year that is a masterpiece, just as good as Parasite. Absolutely seek it out. Um, I have nothing to recommend. I have worked too much this this week. I'm just happy to be, be alive. Um, we're happy. We're happy you are. <laughs> yeah, it was real touch and go there by Wednesday. Honestly, during my third 17 hour day in a row, um, uh, we will have new episodes of um, the the winner still is our past Oscar podcast coming up very soon. We've basically recorded the whole season except minus one um, for the last few months thinking many times that we would be <laughs> releasing it much sooner but um listen shit's been hard okay so <laughs> yeah we recorded out. that first one in like september and i think yeah. we say it'll be out in october and then <laughs> it's february and you yeah. went from so, tv editor of the site to person of the site yes we have to delete we have to change the intros on all of them or actually hell we could just leave it but then you could know exactly when matt left um <laughs> time stamp. But, <laughs> Those will be coming very soon. I'm sure I will have. I actually have a lot of stuff this week. I believe. Um, uh, one of and actually, I had the release date of that Emma remake wrong. It's next week. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of stuff coming up. Just look for it on the on the site. Um, Matt, how about you? Anything? Uh, I don't have anything coming up on the site, but you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I don't know what I'm going to tweet about now that the Oscars and Succession aren't on, but you know, like, I'll still try to tweet nice things. Matt, Matt, not Matthew, one at, uh, at Twitter. Okay. Um, Tom, is there any trash that you want to sign up for? Take the bullet from this week? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Uh, I did go see uh, The Assistant this week. Okay. It's uh, Kitty Green's feature debut, and that'll be up this week as well, my review. Right, right. You asked to do that, and I had to look it up. I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't... I, 
couldn't tell you what that is. Um, Bill, you want to plug anything sure. uh, personally or sure. just the site? I'll do everything real quick because uh, I, I just had a Jameson, so I'm good. Um, I am the guy who <laughs> reviews The Outsider every week for the site, so I'm going to go probably watch that in a little bit or if not tomorrow. And, of course, I'm the nerd who does uh, All Elite Wrestling on Wednesday. Um, I might have some other stuff coming up. But if you want to just see me basically tweet about wrestling, I'm at Bodkin Writes. All the stuff on the site, thepopbreak.com. Check it out every day. These guys are that I'm on the podcast with, they're amazing. They do so much work. They're so smart. They've taught me so much being listening to these podcasts and reading their reviews. Um, um, you know, Check us out on Twitter, at popbreak.com, all spelled out. At the pop break on Instagram, we just uh, debuted. I had our first concert shoot from Detroit um, shot this weekend. It was just pretty cool. And um, then we are also on Facebook forward slash popbreak.com. So, yes, check all that out, please. Yeah. Um, and our first episode of uh, the next se- the second season of The Winner Still Is is uh, 1996. So, watch Ooh, out for that. That'll be nice. out in the next week or so. All right. Uh, Thank you for listening, everyone. Oh, I'm at Marissa Carpico everywhere. You know that. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening.